0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: Hello, you guys. We just wanted to hop on here really quick because, as you probably know, our episodes are planned out and we record them ahead of time. So we did record this at the beginning of last week, and we definitely do not want to glaze over what's been happening in our country right now with the Black Lives Matter movement and protests in honor of the murder of George Floyd, as well as many other Black lives that have been
0: lost to police brutality and murder. So it's Monday today while we're recording this. We wanted to record a little insert to let you know that we have posted some resources for you guys to check out on our story to help in any way that you can if you are looking to help. This is a pivotal moment in history, and it's so important to be educated. Both of us have been trying to educate ourselves and really learn so much, and we want you to hear it from our mouths that we stand with our brothers and sisters of color, and we're here to listen and learn and help in any way that we can. In the meantime, like I said, on our story, we'll be linking some podcasts that you can actually listen to um, by people of color or interviewing people of color that are extremely helpful and amazing to give them the voice right now. Um, So without further ado, we're going to get into today's episode hello you guys and welcome back to the what we said podcast i'm chelsea and this is JC, and we are here to entertain and inspire you today so i hope that you're freaking ready Happy Tuesday, guys. Hope mm-hmm. you're having a great start to your week. Yeah. Um,
1: We wanted to give a little life update, as we always do. Uh,
0: you go first, because I don't Life have- is great. Just interrupts you. I'm like, my <laughs> life is amazing. No. Um, Let's see. First of all, I wanted to give a recommendation in terms of movies and TV shows, because actually for the first time since quarantine, I've been getting series done. We watched Dead to Me. Me and JC, well, JC told me to watch it, and then I watched it. I finished that series. I also watched the My Hero Academia movie. And if you guys don't know what My Hero Academia is, it's an anime, but it's one of the best ones. It's so inspirational. Literally, me and Nick cry in most of the episodes because it's about this boy, and he's born into a world where most people have what they call quirks. And those quirks are like superpowers. Anyways, he wants to be a superhero, super bad. But then when he's five, he learns that he doesn't have a quirk and he's super sad, but he's like, do you think I could still be a hero? And it's really sad. And then anyways, it's a really, really good story. And they made a movie about it. That's a TV show in and of itself that's still going on, but they made a a movie about it and it's really good. So you guys should go watch it. Very inspirational. I shed a few tears and I also have been finishing how, wait, what's it called? How to get, how did you, have you ever watched how to get away with murder? No, I haven't actually. It's pretty good. It's kind of dark, but okay. it's pretty good. I it's it's like a combination of all of the law true crime shows, but also has the drama of like relationships. Anyways, it's pretty good. Honestly, I was thinking it's kind of like My Hero Academia because they're all students, and that's what My Hero Academia is about. They're all students. Same vibe, so maybe that's why I like it so much. Nice. I'm still on my dance mom's grind. Nothing new to we're, tell still you about. We're still
1: finishing. I'm only on season two, which the thing is, I've said this before. People will be like, oh, I watched this series, this series, this series. And I'm just like, I don't get how people watch TV so fast because how I do it is every night I'll watch usually only one episode of Dance Moms because it's like 45 minutes. Sometimes I'll end up watching two if I have enough time, but I've been trying to go to bed earlier and wake up earlier. So I really only have time to watch like one a day. Yeah, so I'm only on season two, but it's so good. Loving every moment. I'm the
0: complete opposite. I don't watch it every single night. I'll watch it, I'll watch TV or movies like once a week, maybe twice a week. But when I do, I watch it for hours. Like I'll stay up until like 2 a.m. finishing. Oh, really? Like Dead to Me, I finished in two days.
1: Yeah, Dead to Me was kind of quick for us too, actually. We watched it like over a weekend and we finished it quick. But life update Chelsea and I just went through our Facebook, we stalked ourselves, and wow we are embarrassed. We were cringing. We were laughing. Our comments our and
0: the captions. Our comments so that, we,
1: yeah, that we wrote to each other were very cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. And we found this photo, you guys. And I, I want to say we've posted it on the what we said Instagram story before, like maybe a year ago or something. Mm-hmm. But we found this photo. I'll oh, well, post it. it. Yeah. It says, and that's what we said, right?
0: Yeah, it was like our blog cover photo.
1: Yeah, it says, that's what we said because our old blog was called that. Um, And it says Chelsea and Jason in the corner and it's Chevron. And we just need you guys to know that we've been on our, what we said, grind since 2011.
0: (laughs) Literally. So we were laughing so hard. It really has come full circle. We would be, can you even imagine if we told ourselves at that point, like we went back in time and told ourselves who loved Chevron that we would be like now into like the nineties aesthetic. We would have thought that was ugly. Oh, for sure. We'd have been like, are you kidding me? That's hideous. I know. That's just how it works though. And, yeah. And then
1: in 10 years, we're going to look at ourselves wearing chunky sneakers and be like, that yeah. was not the move.
0: That was not the move. But, but then it was. At the time, it is. We'll never regret wearing sweats though, to be honest. No, we will Looking not. back. There was some stuff that we had. I was like, actually, that's kind of cute still. Yeah. Some stuff were, was not bad. Some of it was heinous. Yeah. So <gasps> Some of my outfits, I was trying way too hard. It was <laughs> it was truly humbling, honestly. Um, another update for us is that we officially started our June Balanced Boss Course yesterday. was the first day. And this course is just amazing. If you guys are not following our Balanced Boss Course Instagram already, you definitely need to be because it's, it's a full, whole bunch of motivation.
1: Yeah. Lots of just free health and business tips on there if you're interested. And then that's where we'll post first for all of the updates for like upcoming courses and stuff. If you guys are interested in a health and business course. Yeah. Um, We did one four weeks of May, basically the whole month of May. We taught our first course and it was so amazing. We're like, we have to do that again in June. Mm -hmm. So we're not sure exactly what upcoming courses we will be launching, but we have some in the works and we're excited. And I'm just so excited for this month because I I feel like it's going to be so inspiring and so motivating.
0: It's good. And last little update before we get into our topic today, which we have not even introduced yet. Today we're talking about confidence and how to be more confident. This is something we talk about in our course a lot, and I, we kind of realized we never really have focused like specifically on it in one of, in a podcast episode yet. So that's what we decided to talk about today. But for those who care or on the Sophie, you know her all of her health issues that she's been having the last couple months. Try not to draw attention to it, but. Um, people actually messaged me and I'm like, Oh, you actually care to know like the updates about it. But she had an episode actually on Monday, right before we had our free class for balance boss, literally Nick texted me, was like, Hey, Sophie had bloody diarrhea and she's been vomiting. And I literally a minute later we were going live and I was like, okay, so trying to fight off a panic attack. But I was able to calm myself down, and the class went great. But then afterwards, we had to take her to the vet, and she had to stay there overnight. And we've been working with an internist because she's having, you know, issues with her bowels, we think, maybe IBD. Anyways, we're really just trying to figure out what it is because she's been tested for everything under the sun, and nothing's come back positive. So um, she ended up having to get an endoscopy through the mouth and through the butt. <laughs> and so she got that yesterday. I had to go under which was actually a blessing because they were able to cut her nails, which we <laughs> cannot do. She's massive. Do you guys cut ladies' nails at home? No. She, when we get her groomed, they cut them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. We, we've taken her to PetSmart and one time to get her nails cut, and she hates it. And they were like, we had to have three people like hold her down. I'm while sure. We and I'm like, that's too traumatizing for my dog. So – Sorry. So we take her to a place in Arizona that does it really well and really fast, but we haven't found one since and everything's been closed. So we're trying to look at the positives. We were able to get her nails cut while she was literally knocked out. And then she had to stay another night and we're going to get the results back in a couple days. So stay tuned. But she's back home with us doing well, all is well. So good.
1: Positive vibes only.
0: Yeah. If you're anything like us and you've been working from home for the last little bit, you're probably running into the same struggle that we are, and that is finding different recipes to cook every night. We don't want to, you know, make up this whole concoction because we're lazy and we're sick of cooking. But luckily, Sakara is here to save the day. You can stay healthy, focused, and energized for your work day at home with fresh, delicious meals delivered straight to your door from Sakara. Sakara is a nutrition company that believes wellness begins with what you eat. Their signature nutrition program brings the transformational power of plant nutrition to your home in the form of fresh, plant rich ready-to-eat meals. Made with organic ingredients and powerful superfoods, each meal is expertly designed to boost immunity, improve energy, support gut health and digestion, and get the skin glowing. From hearty salads and nutrient-dense granolas to savory flatbreads, which we love, and seasonal fruit parfaits, their ever-changing menu of creative chef-crafted meals makes clean eating delicioso.
1: All of Sakara's meals are 100% plant-based, gluten-free, dairy-free, and non-GMO, which we love. In addition to their delicious meals, Sakara also offers daily essentials like supplements and herbal teas to complete your wellness routine and support overall health and vitality. To boost immunity, try their best-selling daily probiotic blend or detox water drops with pure chlorophyll. And right now, Saqqara is offering our beautiful listeners 20% off their order when they go to saqqara.com slash said or enter code said at checkout. That is Saqqara, S A K A R A. Dot com slash what we said to get 20% off your order. Sakara.com slash what we said. Go check it out. So, like Chelsea said, we're gonna be talking about confidence today. And we're gonna be giving tips on how to build confidence. We asked you guys a few questions on our Instagram story. So we'll be going over that. Just to make fun of you. <laughs> I'm like, this girl's insecure about this. <laughs> no. Um, first I wanted to start with just saying that insecurity literally plagues every single human being that roams this earth, which is kind of crazy to me. Cause I was thinking even the people who you're like, they have nothing to complain about. Like Mm -hmm. they're beautiful, smart, have money. Like you think on the outside, everything's great. They still have insecurities. And there's not one person in my life that I'm close to that hasn't told me like, Oh, I hate my this. Or like, I hate that I'm this way. Like we all have things about ourselves that, you know, we maybe would change or like we don't love internally and externally. Like, I think everyone has one thing at least on their face or their body that they're like, that's not my favorite part of me. And then internally, like, oh, I hate that I am a control freak or whatever it is. Like, we all just have these things. So, we asked on our Instagram story, in what areas of life do you guys lack confidence? And the number one answer was body. Like, yeah. body image, intelligence, profession, Your so your work stuff, my creativity, popularity, my lack of discipline or motivation, um, social interaction or starting conversations, finding a man.
0: Um, these are areas— They all kind of blend into each other in a weird way too. Mm-hmm. Those were like the top answers. Um, and that's so embarrassing. <laughs> like, and wow.
1: Um, no, but I, I think like we want to give you guys some practical tips because building confidence yeah. does not happen overnight. We're going to share some things like our own experiences and— Um, a lot of what we, like Chelsea said, a lot of what we talk about in our balanced boss course kind of goes into this like comparison. There's a lot of other little things that go into the fact that we're not all just fully confident. Mm -hmm. Um, I think like the number one thing is to first understand why gaining confidence is important to you. Like people are like, oh, I want to be more confident but why do you even want to be more confident? Like you kind of need to think about that. And something that I think about a lot is raising kids because I want to be able to be, obviously I know I'm not going to be a perfect mom, but I hope that I can be in the most confident place like I've ever been when I start raising kids so that I can like speak highly of myself and they won't, you know what I mean? Like I don't want them to grow up with their mom being super insecure. I don't want that to rub off at all on them or them to think that that's like, you know, a way to live. So that's like something that really motivates me is the fact that I want to be a mom and I want to be the best mom I can. And I feel like the more confident you are as a person, like the better role model you can be.
0: So that's something
1: I think about. And I think like you just have to figure out why you do want to be more confident because if your reason is like, oh, I want... A nicer body. So guys will like me. It's like, maybe that's
0: not the best reason. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Do you have a reason? Uh, no. In general, like the reason to be more confident is because it makes you happier and it yeah. makes you feel better and just makes you feel good all around. And it makes life more enjoyable. When you go around insecure, first of all, you're again, plagued by comparison. You're plagued by a lot of other things that are, you know, taking up your mental energy and leaving you less time for things like creating and, you know, enjoying the moment that you're in, you know, being with those you love and actually being present. So I think a big reason that I wanted to have better body confidence because I struggled with that so bad all growing up was that so I could actually enjoy things because I was just, I wouldn't even be able to enjoy going to the beach. Like that was just, we lived in San Diego. And I remember being like, I don't even want to go to the beach because I don't want to be in a swimsuit. And it's like, that's so sad. I lived in San Diego. I should have wanted to just enjoy a day on the beach, but I couldn't because my mental energy was just being drained by horrible thoughts about myself. Yeah, definitely. I think like the first thing that we all need to understand is that
1: our feelings are within our control and they can be changed. Like I think so many people just think that this is the way they are. It's like, oh, I just don't like my body. That's how it's always going to be. That's how it always has been. It's never going to change. I'm always going to be insecure about this certain thing. And the way that your life goes day to day, like it all has to do with what you're thinking about. So like if you're thinking, if you're constantly having negative, degrading thoughts about yourself, you're going to feel inadequate. You're going to feel depressed. And then the opposite is also true. If you are looking on the bright side, counting your blessings, like— you know, thinking positively, knowing that your emotions and your life is in your control, you're going to be so much happier. And I just think, like, that's so important to realize that you control how you feel. Like, your thoughts literally create your reality. And so if you're going around saying, like, my body's ugly, I'm fat, I don't like the way I look, like, it's only going to be magnified in your brain. And like you said— the truth to you. Yeah, and
0: drain all your energy so you can't even enjoy anything else. Yeah. I've said this before, and I, I have read this a million times, but it never really clicked till a little bit ago that if you believe that you are so beautiful and so pretty and so hot, that it will literally become true. Like, because nothing else that anybody else thinks matters. And when you really, like, I know you hear that all the time, but I want you to really let it sink in that what other people think about you actually does not matter when it comes to your reality. It has nothing to do with you. You can't control it. You're not part, you're not in their brain. You're not in their thoughts. So why does it even matter if they think you're ugly? To be honest, like, why does that matter? Think about actually, why does it matter? True that. I mean, I'm like, actually it does. (laughs) You're trying to find a boyfriend. But even then, even then, if you are telling yourself you're beautiful, think about the most attractive people you know. Most likely they're really confident. They might not be outwardly confident, and, like, cocky, but they're either quietly confident or you just know that they they never talk about themselves in a horrible way. Like, I think about Nick and Leif. They're both very confident people, and I think that's what attracted us to them when we first met them is confidence. So if you're confident and you're like, I'm literally so hot. I don't know why guys <laughs> at this bar or this club, wherever you are, like, wouldn't come talk to me. Like, they they should want to come talk to me because I'm I'm awesome. Then it's like, then that's your truth. Then that's right. the truth. And whether they come up or not, it doesn't really matter. True that.
1: Um. So here's what not to do. We're going to like go into and talk about what to do a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to, that's what we're going to focus on mostly, but we're going to start with what not to do. What not to do when you're trying to gain confidence is to focus excessively on whether or not you have the ability to do things. Like just Stop focusing so hard on like, oh, can I do that? I don't know. I don't think I can. Instead, like think about the value you can provide. And that just is for everything in life. Just stop thinking so much about, you know what I mean? Like doubting yourself so much and just like wasting so much energy. The second thing is to stop worrying so much about what other people think. Like you just said, it's like, it truly just doesn't matter. And I know that that's hard to imagine, especially if you have- you know, you're in a pattern of negative thinking in comparison and you're always, you know, so worried about that. My number one tip is to stop saying that you're like that. Stop saying like, oh, I just care so much about what other people think. Stop. Even Mm -hmm. if you think that of yourself, stop. You're done. Never say that again. Because it's like that, again, your thoughts, your feeling, they become true. And it's like, the more you tell yourself you're a certain way, like, oh, I wish I wasn't so insecure. The more insecure you get. Just your thoughts have so much power. And especially when you're speaking them out loud, Stop saying those kind of things about yourself. 100%. Unless they're
0: positive things. Um, Wait, hold on. Before you move on from that. So I don't know if I've actually said this on the podcast or not, but JC's dad, Andrew, is my coach, my life coach. And today we actually had uh, a session and I had said to him previously, like, I'm just really bad at getting back to people. Like, I'm really bad at responding. And he was like, that's not, that's just a choice that you made to do that. That's not who you are. That's not built inside of you that you're horrible at getting back to people. It's just what you've done. And so for a week, that was like the only thing I was working on is setting aside time to get back to my DMs, to get back to uh, emails and like actually get everything. And it felt so good, first of all. Second of all, it felt stupid that I even said that I wasn't good at that because it's such a simple thing, which a lot of these things are. Once you start to do them, you're like, why did I say like I just wasn't good at that? Yeah. It was easy once I actually tried to do it. Um, And he said, when you say I am, It's permanent and it feels just like I am this. That's why affirmations are I am beautiful. That's because it's supposed to be like that's who you are innately. When you say I am not confident, that's so permanent. But if you say I feel not confident today, that's just more of like a passing emotion. That's okay. Like if you don't feel great, you can, you're able to say like I feel like I'm not great at this right now. And that's just acknowledging the feelings you're having right now. And that's fine. Give it space, but then you can work on it. Don't say, I am not confident. I am insecure. It's like, no, you're not. That's just something you need to work on. Right. I love like that. Like maybe say, I feel insecure. Right. I really like that. Something that me and Jayce say is, I am ugly a lot. <laughs> we need to start saying, I feel ugly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hold up. As we mentioned, a great
1: way to build your confidence is to learn new skills. And you want to know something that can help you with that, Chelsea? What is it? Skillshare. You wow. guys, you guys know we're all about improving ourselves, self-growth and development here on what we said podcast, learning new things, all that jazz. So that is why we love Skillshare so much. And if you have not heard of Skillshare, it is an online learning community with thousands of classes for creative and curious people. And we've talked about this before. All of us are creative in one way or another, and I think sometimes we get stuck thinking of a creative as a photographer or an artist, but there are so many different creative outlets out there, and Skillshare has so many different classes. So If you're a freelancer or even if you're just a curious person looking to learn or start a new hobby, I would highly recommend checking out Skillshare. It's actually very affordable, especially if you compare it to like pricey in-person classes or workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. A few classes
0: that caught our eye that we definitely want to check out are Simple Productivity by Greg McKeown, iPhone Filmmaking by Caleb Babuck. And Niles Gray. That's going to be great for my TikTok career. And then the last one that we really want to check out because we need to clean out some stuff in our house. Am I right, Jace? hmm Everyday Minimalism by Aaron Boyle. Skillshare is a proud sponsor of What We Said. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash What We Said and get two free months of premium membership. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash What We Said. That is skillshare.com slash what we said. Go learn some new skills. Okay, I loved
1: this. So this is from the Daily Stoic. And this is not from the journal When It's like from the actual book. And Amber Fillerup actually posted this on her story. And I loved oh, yeah, it. I saw. I love it. And I have to just read it because it was so, so good. And like so just well-written. I don't want to butcher it. So it says, stop caring what people think. I am constantly amazed by how easily we love ourselves above all others, yet we put more stock in the opinions of others than in our own estimation of self. How much credence we give to the opinions our peers have of us and how little to our very own. And it's so true. It's like, we love our, like, whether you're insecure or not, it's like, we think about ourselves all day. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, this made me happy. This makes me feel this way. Oh, I'm insecure about this. Like All we're doing day to day is pretty much thinking about ourselves. So why are we giving other people so much power to decide like how our day is going and like what they think holds so much power over us? And then we give our thoughts and opinions of ourselves like, do you know what I mean? This is just crazy. So I'm going to read the rest of this. It says, how quickly we can disregard our own feelings about something and adopt someone else's. We think a shirt looks good at the store, but we'll view it with shame and scorn if our spouse or a coworker makes an offhand remark we can be immensely happy with our own lives until we find out that someone we don't even like has more. Or worse and more precariously, we don't feel good about our accomplishments or talents until some third party validates them. Don't spend much time thinking about what other people think. Think about what you think. Think instead about the results, about the impact, about whether it is the right thing to do. I I love that. I love that. I'm like, that couldn't have been written better. Like, we just— like you said, it doesn't matter. Stop giving people, other people so much power. If you like a shirt, wear the shirt. I think a great place
0: to start with that is fashion and wearing whatever the heck you want to wear. If you want to wear something and like maybe other people are like, "Eh, I don't like that. That's just their opinion. They grew up in a whole different place. They have their own preferences and opinion. It doesn't make what you're wearing not cute. Again, if you believe that your outfit's really cute, then it's cute to you. And what else matters? Totally. Okay. So what helps you feel more confident? This is a question
1: we asked on our Instagram as well. I'm going to read some of the the most popular answers. Doing hard things, being around people who are also confident, a killer outfit, being organized, self-tanner, preach. Yes. (laughs) Working out. When I listen to what we said, how perfect is that? Self-care and personal hygiene, knowing that God has a plan for me, affirmations, getting stuff done, bright lipstick.
0: And then this is right lipstick really wow I love it does that the complete opposite for me
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was I wanted to say this though because so many people are like I know it sounds whatever but uh, what's the word like I, I don't even know the word there
0: I'm surface to level say.
1: yeah but but when I have a cute outfit or whatever and I just want to say like there's nothing wrong with feeling cute when you have a cute outfit on and feeling confident like no what we're nothing not gonna do is feel guilty about everything. I feel like so often we're like, especially during this time of the pandemic, I feel like everyone is constantly having to give disclaimers. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I'm kind of over it. I'm like, let's just do our thing. Like, I'm not talking about the pandemic stuff. I'm just saying in general, in life, just do your thing. Stop making disclaimers for every single thing you do. I'm literally speaking to myself because I do this all the time. And even to be like, I know it sounds dumb, but it's like, no, it doesn't sound dumb. Yeah. When you feel... You know, when
0: you have a cute outfit on, you feel confident. That's great. Mm -hmm. There's no need. Something JC and I have actually been working on because we realized that we do this. Well, mostly me. I do this. Is I saw a TikTok and it was a girl saying, what's your favorite saying that you say when you say something intelligent or, you know, something that is bold, but you don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable. So you say something like, does that make sense? Or do you get what I'm saying? And I say that, like, does that make sense? so often. And Nick actually got mad at me at our live show. I like answered something and I said, like, does that make sense? And afterwards he was like, Chelsea, don't say, does it make sense? It makes sense. Just don't question it. It You said what you said. It's not, you're not in a therapy session where you have to make sure that they like understand what you're saying. It's just, you said what you said, so say it. And I'm like, okay, that's a good point. So that's something that we've been working on. Well, especially mostly talking for myself because I say it all the time. So maybe that's a good place for you guys to start. Maybe you do that too. If you're a girl, you probably do.
1: Yeah. Just
0: like, I, I feel like the constant need for,
1: it it's exhausting also to be mm-hmm. like, I'm wearing this because of this. And it's like, just wear it. Just, you yeah. know what I mean? Just do your thing. Okay. So here are some tips for becoming more confident. And Chelsea, you can interject at any point. I have a list here too, but you can. That looks like a long list. Um, I like it. Yeah. So the first thing is to use confident body language. So even if you don't feel confident, you can appear confident just by adjusting your body language. And then when you do that, you're going to feel more confident. Even just like the subtle act of sitting up straighter and like…
0: Me a hunchback right now.
1: I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Feels like it. And even like you said, starting to work on not saying like, does that make sense? Or like doing disclaimers. Like just
0: your body language can help you a lot. This reminds me of when you have a dog, the energy you portray. So I heard, um, I don't remember who it was, but they were saying with their dog, they had a very nervous dog. And when they walked it, it would just be nervous all the time of everything. And the girl who was walking the dog was an actress and she was like, I don't know why. And the trainer was watching her walk the dog. And he was like, um, Because you look like you don't know what you're doing when you're walking. it. And you look like your energy is giving the dog, like, dog, you're in charge. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. You're the leader. And he said, Why don't you? Put your acting skills to the test and walk like you're a princess and you're holding like this majestic dog on its chains, but you are like the your Cleopatra or something. And she started walking like that, like her head up and like while she was walking the dog and the dog was so much more well-behaved because it was like, okay, I'm in the presence of someone who knows what they're doing. And I love that. I feel like that's how it should be with anything. Like when you can remember and you're walking somewhere to like lift your head up and lift your chin up. We had this friend Macy in high school and she had this strut down the hall, like she would literally strut. And I just remember being like, never questioning an ounce of her confidence. Yeah. Cause she just like looked like she owned the place. Like she would just walk and strut. And I was like, oh my gosh, I wish I walked like that, but I walk like a mouse. Oh, so. no. Like a hunchback. Yeah. Um, you just hunched over the hallways crawling.
1: <laughs> the next thing is to dress nicely and put together. So um, I wanted to add this to the list because it kind of reminded when someone said like um, self-care, personal hygiene, killer outfit, like I said, there's nothing wrong with the fact that those things make you feel more confident. As long as your confidence truly is rooted within and it's not just, like, you have fleeting moments of confidence only wear, when you wear an outfit. Yeah. That's a different story. But to feel cute when you wear an outfit is great. And I think, like, especially during this quarantine, I posted on my Instagram a few times, like, I've been getting ready fully. where like, I'll get ready. And I don't always wear jeans because that's just not the vibe right now. It's just insanity. (laughs) I still will wear like sweatshorts or something, but I'll wear like a matching outfit. I'll do my hair and makeup. And it does make me feel more productive and a little bit more confident. And like, I've got my day under control. And there's nothing wrong with having off days, but I think that can definitely like boost your mood. For sure,
0: 100%. Um,
1: The next thing is to visualize yourself as you want to be. And I think like, honestly assessing your abilities and also your shortcomings so that you can begin to work on them. Like, it's like you were saying, when you, when you actually know what the enemy is, it's much easier to destroy the enemy rather than just like putting on a blind eye and just being like, I don't know, I'm just not confident. I'm just insecure and just going about your day. It's like, no, get to the root of the problem. Like, why are you insecure about that
0: thing? Like, figure it out and then you can start working on it and becoming better in that area. Another thing for that, I don't know if you're going to get into this later, but another really good thing for just building confidence in general and realizing those strengths and and being able to picture yourself as the person that you want to be is reading a list of gifts or strengths that people can have. You can literally look this up on Pinterest or Google Okay. The book is called Believe in Yourself and Do What You Love. I actually bought this book because it's cute and pink and I bought it as like a coffee table book, but it's so good for obviously, you know, how to be happy and do what you love. But one of the parts, she lists all of these strengths that you can have, like building esteem, storytelling, um, intuitive, creative, artsy, like just a bunch of things that you wouldn't even think of or like, you know, driven, motivated, just little things that you maybe don't realize as strengths because they're not the obvious ones. And thinking of all those things that you are and that you're really good at and that you've taken time to learn or those skills that you've taken time to, you know, perfect or get really good at. Once you start to read all those things, it makes you feel so much better. Like, Wow, I am special. I am somebody who has things to offer to this world. Like, then you start to realize that potential that you already have. And you can also capitalize on the things you are good at. Cause, like,
1: I think while it is important to help yourself and, like, you know, try and get better in the ways that you're struggling, it's also important to, like, you said, like, realize your strengths, know what they are, and capitalize on them. Like, mm-hmm. if you're really good at whatever, you should like maybe start considering starting a side hustle that has to do with that strength that you're super good at. Like it's great to capitalize on those things. Yeah. Um, The next thing is preparation. And basically it's just the the age old saying, practice makes perfect. Like it's very true. And I think about this, like practice is very underrated. The more you practice at something, the better you're going to get. So that goes with thinking positive thoughts and all of that. But it also goes for like, obviously skills you're trying to get better at. And something that comes to mind is I remember seeing that this girl was becoming a photographer. And to be honest, like, I just didn't. I was like, ooh, the photos are not great. And also, that's rude because who am I to say that? But I just remember not really thinking that she was like, the photos were good. And then it's been years now since she started being a photographer. And I recently came across one of her photos on Instagram and I was like, what the? That's really good. Like, really? She has gotten really good. And it kind of made me, first of all, like take a step back to where I was like, "Um, I just Facebook stalked myself and saw my first photos and they were (laughs) Haney. So it's like, none of us are perfect when we begin, but practicing something a lot will make you better. Yeah. Anything
0: you're trying to do, the more you do it, the better you're going to get. Same thing. And the more confident you're going to feel about doing it, I was going to say, in front of people, but that's very specific to certain things you're practicing. But I'm even thinking about, us doing live events or talking on the podcast. Oh my gosh. We just listened to some of our first podcasts and we were shook at kind of how like mousy we sound.
1: We're like, hi, welcome back to what we said. Yeah.
0: And it's just like over time, you just get so much better and so much more confident and going into interviews. It's like, we used to kind of get shaky and like kind of nervous. And now we couldn't care less. We're just like, yay, like an interview. We're excited excited, and
1: confident going into it for sure. And I looked back at my first like, online workshop that I did, um, a photography workshop. And me and Leif were shocked at my camera presence. Like, there was no ounce of charisma or—it was very, like, very mousy. (laughs) And I have just improved so much. Like, it's shocking to look back on that. And I think that just proves—I mean, it's not like—I mean, yes, I've been working hard at this, but it's almost like you don't even realize how— much better you get just by practicing something all the time. Yeah. And kind of to go along with that, I think just learning new things. Read books. Learn new skills. That makes you a more confident person because you feel like you have things to offer. Even Mm -hmm. when I just read books about business or self-help, I feel like I have more to
0: give people because now I know more information. Yeah, 100%. Also, this kind of goes back. I was going to say this, but then I forgot. And I'm just remembering, but it has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. But the difference between a confident – I read this, I think, on the internet somewhere. But the difference between a confident person and an insecure person is a confident person just focuses on their strengths and an insecure person focuses on their weakness, which just sounds so simple. But when you really think about it, there's no difference in worth between the two people. There's no difference in, you know – Actual potential. We all have that within us, but it's about the people who focus on those things that they're really good at. Sorry, I'm going back to when we were talking about strengths. Anyways, continue <laughs> no, on. I like that. About. Okay, the
1: next thing is to set yourself up for success, set yourself up to win. I think about this with working out or being productive. If you're trying to be productive, organize your space, make sure you're waking up in a clean environment so that you have motivation to get things done versus waking Mm -hmm. up and your laundry's everywhere and your toilet hasn't been cleaned in months. Like it, you know what I mean? Set yourself up for success. If you really want to work out a few days of the week, set out your workout stuff the night before, like pick out your outfit, put it next to your water bottle, have it ready, make it very easy for yourself. You get up and it's all ready for you.
0: Don't make being disciplined harder on yourself than it already needs to be.
1: Yeah. Basically like set yourself up for success. I think that's very important this one's simple and I'm not even going to go really into too much depth, but let go of the need for control.
0: Yeah, that's a big one.
1: Stop thinking you need to control every aspect of your life and kind of let things just, you know, flow. Mm -hmm. Another thing is when you're feeling unsure or you're feeling insecure or not confident, think about something that you're proud of. A recent accomplishment that can be as simple as literally you held a door for someone or it can be as complex as you helped someone, you know, solve this really crazy issue that they're going through. But celebrate that and recognize that, and it really will shift you into a better mood and improve your self-confidence. Just to be thinking, again, it it all goes back to the positive thoughts and, like, how that literally rules—your thoughts rule your world, basically, and make your reality. So make them positive ones. If you're feeling low and insecure— think about things you're grateful for. Think about things that you actually are really good at and focus on that. Like you said, focus on your strengths and you become Mm -hmm. more confident.
0: Focus on your weaknesses. You become more insecure. Yeah. There's so many times when I'm talking to a client and I ask them how their week was. And the first thing that they talk about is all the things that they didn't do. And they're like, I just didn't do that great the last couple of weeks. But then we actually get into it and we start talking about what they did do and they did a lot. And I'm like, what do you mean? You did great. Like, you should be proud of yourself. You did this that you didn't think you could do last time. And they start to realize like, oh, yeah, actually, you're right. And that just shows it's not about like, oh, I just actually didn't do anything. But when you focus on that small percentage of the things that didn't go right or that you're not doing, they're going to amplify in your mind and then you're going to feel like you're worthless piece of crap. But when you focus on all the good things that you're doing. I promise you, it's probably a better majority of your life that you're doing good things and actually like being proactive. Again, like Jay said, in smaller ways that maybe you're not realizing, even if it is doing something kind for someone, or maybe there was an instant where, you know, you were super patient with somebody or you you were about to like blow up on someone or you're about to, you know— not to say a temper tantrum, but, you know, have a moment where you're being short with someone and you just didn't. It's like, that's awesome. That's really good. Like those little things you should focus on. We focus on even smaller than that things that are negative and we blow them up. And then our big things that we do, we minimize them and we need to not do that. Definitely. Next thing is to help someone be of service.
1: I think sometimes we get so stuck in our own head. And we're thinking about ourselves literally all day, every day, like I said. And sometimes it's just nice to not think about yourself. Think about mm-hmm. someone else. Do something nice for them. It always makes me feel better to do something of service for someone else. Literally 10 times out of 10, it boosts my mood. And it kind of takes the pressure off because you're like, I don't need to be so critical of myself. I, I just want to help someone else. I don't want to think about me right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And you can do that. You can be nice to people and serve other people no matter what situation you're in no matter how bad you're feeling about yourself no matter how sad you are there's always opportunities to help other people and I think a trap that a lot of us fall into is thinking of that classic saying of like you know you can't pour from an empty cup like I need to focus on myself first but again another another banger from Andrew said like you're never actually an empty cup though so you, no matter how bad you feel, you're never actually an empty cup. You still have stuff to give people, and it's going to feel a lot better when you do. Definitely. The last
1: thing that I wanted to focus on is the concept of keeping promises to yourself. And this is something we talked about in our Balanced Boss course because it's so, so important. And this is something Ed Milet talks about a lot, who's a huge mentor for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love his podcast, and he always gets me real fired up. Um, in a good way. (laughs) But he talks a lot about how literally to build self-confidence, you have to keep promises to yourself. And that's big or small. If you say that you're going to do something, do it. And that really rings true. I think it goes right in line with literally my mantra of life, make yourself proud. Like if you say you're going to work out three times a week, then work out three times a week that doesn't mean you have to be so obsessive, but if you, if you also, you want to keep your goals reasonable and realistic. It's not like, you know, you're trying to be a YouTuber and you're like post six videos a week and work out every day. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. that's a little unrealistic, but I'm talking promises and goals that you set that are realistic, that you're like, I have the skills, the ability, the control to do that. I can do that. Do it. Stop making excuses and stop you know, saying you're going to do something and not even—the thing is, once you break so many promises to yourself, you stop believing in Mm -hmm. yourself completely, and it lowers your confidence a ton. You know that when you say, I'm going to start that diet, and you don't, you know in your your mind, even when you say you're going to, that you're probably not going to do it.
0: And that affects every area of your life because that is literally the key reason why people are scared of commitment in relationships, in jobs, because they're scared that they don't think that they can show up for themselves or other people. But if you are somebody who is all of a sudden showing up for yourself and actually doing what you say you're gonna do, you're gonna take on you can take on whatever you want to because you you have faith in yourself, you have the confidence to go forward, you're going to have a lot more clarity going forward and motivation. And it's just going to be all around a better experience.
1: Yeah. And I think, again, I don't want you guys to listen to that and be so overwhelmed and be like, oh my gosh, like I, I have to do all these things. Like I said, it can be very small. Your promise to yourself can be that you're going to wake up and write down a few things that you're grateful for. I, that's something you can control and you can do and then do it. Just yeah, the thing is, is that just all of this meshing together. We have one life. We have one life that we get to live. And do you really want to waste it away being sad, insecure, wasting all your mental energy and capacity, having a scarcity mindset, always thinking of the lack in your life instead of the blessings. And I think so many people, like, especially with the body thing, it's like, again, we talked about this on our course, but it's like you were saying, Chelsea, they're bummed. Like, this is just the body that I, like, that I have. And like, this sucks. Yeah. Like, why didn't I get that body? There's no use. You, you are in your situation. It is what it is. And I think with the body thing, I ha- always hesitate talking about this kind of stuff because I don't know where, where the line is of, like, I, I, I don't want to upset diet culture people. Or You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I get nervous talking about this topic a little bit because I know it's touchy, but I feel like with the body thing, that's something that is actually in your control. Like, I feel like that's a majority of people's problem is like, I'm so unhappy with my body. But the thing is, is that making healthier choices, there's nothing wrong with wanting to live a healthier life. There's unhealthy coping mechanisms. There's unhealthy ways that people get there. But if you can have a healthy mindset and move forward thinking, I deserve to feed my body nutritious foods and exercise In a healthy way, I want to feel strong. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Like, that is a great goal. And I think that's within your control. And stop telling yourself that it's not in your control and that this is just your life forever. You can literally change anything you
0: want. Like, your life is up to you. Yeah. Well, and the sweet spot for this is comparing what I felt about my body years ago to what I feel about it now. It's, when you, we talked about this in our course too. So I I never actually remember where I say these things. So I apologize if I'm being redundant, but if you're happy with yourself and you're confident and you're like feeling great, I think people fear that they're going to be comfortable and they're just going to be way too content if they like all of a sudden accept their body how it is. But that's the opposite. If you accept your body, let go of your side of the story of what you think about your body just let it be what it is right now. You are actually going to feel more motivated to eat healthier. You're going to feel more motivated to move your body, to take care of it because you love it. When you love something, you want to take care of it. You don't want to neglect it. You don't want to abuse it. You don't want to punish it. So, when you actually love your body, not for what it looks like, but for what it is, just as it is, that's when you're going to feel that actual acceptance. And that's when you're going to feel the most motivated and the most clear minded to move forward and to take care of it the way that you want to be.
1: Exactly. And I keep thinking about even just the blessing that our bodies, like, there's always something to be grateful for. And I know, like, as a woman, that just, I feel like, I don't want to say that's just is how it is, but I feel like every woman I know has gone through body struggles where it's like, oh, I yeah. do not look cute today. I don't feel fit. I wish I was this. I wish I was that. Like, literally every single girl ever has thought those thoughts mm-hmm. for sure. But when I really stop to think about the fact that I have legs that I can walk on and my heart is beating and you know what I mean? Like that stuff kind of just melts away because I'm like, I'm so grateful that I have a body. Like I'm so, so grateful. It does so much for me. And I think that thinking in that way can really help you, like you were saying. To motivate you. To love it, not for what it looks like, but for what it does for you. And Mm -hmm. I, I even think about, Kristen, because she recently got in that horrible accident. And right now she can't walk because her legs are, her her femur is broken and her other leg is all bruised up. And it's like, I'm sure so many times she's just thinking like, are you kidding me? Yeah, And it's like, but if you can think like, well, I'm so glad that my heart is still beating. And I'm so glad that like, you know, other parts of my body are still functioning great. And I can still like hold my husband's hand and like things like that. Mm -hmm. There's just, what I'm trying to get at is that there's always something to be grateful for. And I'm not even pretending to know what it's like to be in a situation
0: like that. But I just think there's so many blessings that we can always think about. Definitely. 100%. And I think if you apply that same rule, basically, or pattern to Every area of your life, when it comes to gratitude, it will change your gratitude practice. I just recently listened to something on Spotify. Actually, it was like a meditation and he was talking about gratitude practice and he was saying, just try to write down how you're grateful for other people, not for what they did for you, not for the things, you know, what they give you or what they bring into your life for just who they are. Like if you just write, I'm just grateful for Nick, for the person that he is it feels different and it's got, it's got a little different flavor to it. I feel like it's a little bit more like deep. And I think any kind of gratitude practice is amazing and can like definitely lift your mood. But I think when you can get to that point where you're just grateful for things, actually accepting everything in your life as it is and loving it, it's not a scary place to be. I think people are, like I said, are scared of it because then that makes them think like, well, then you're just content. You're never going anywhere. You're never moving. And it's like, it's just so the opposite. It's like when you're the most content and when you're the most accepting, that's the people that are going out and doing these big things and like confident enough to go after their dreams and like confident enough to put themselves out there. Yeah. I just read Ed Milet's book called Max Out and he
1: he uses the phrase blissfully dissatisfied. And I think that kind of yeah. exactly explains what you're saying is like, you know, there's the dissatisfaction is just that you always want more. You always want to progress and you want to be the best person you can be. You want to be the best version of yourself. And that's completely awesome to want Mm -hmm. to be that, but be blissful along the way and be happy and grateful because if you're not happy during the process, the process is your life. Spoiler Mm -hmm. alert. You're never getting to that destination. So if you're always waiting for something, you're going to be 90 and be like, oh, I still don't have what I thought I was going to have. Yeah.
0: Once you start to focus, like you said, on the journey of it, it literally like Miley Cyrus said back, she's wise beyond her years when she said it was all about the climb because it literally is. It's not about, what's the song? I literally brought up the lyrics. So I was going to say it. <laughs> Never mind. I'm start spelting it out. Um, but it, it really is because once you stop focusing on the results of everything, everything becomes so much more enjoyable, truthfully. Mm -hmm. And we've said this a thousand times, but this podcast is just such a great example of that for both of us. It's so fun. Every bit about it is, well, not every single bit about it, but most of it is just pure enjoyment because we have no attachment to any of the results that come from it. And it just grows and grows and the energy is unbelievable because of you guys and just because of the energy in this community. Yeah. So there you go. There you have it. I think that was, that was great. I'm feeling,
1: my my spirits are lifted. I'm feeling good. I, I think like, I just want to end with saying, like I kind of said at the beginning, not that it should make you feel better, but everyone is insecure about something and we're all thinking about ourselves a lot. And so I always try and think like, to myself, I say, like, don't flatter yourself <laughs> when I yeah. go out and I'm like, oh, people are going to think this, people are going to think that. It's like they're not
0: thinking about me. They're thinking no. about them and they don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have and you, e- have you ever been to a workout class with a, in a room full of mirrors? I'm thinking especially yoga, but any kind of class. It's like you are only literally focused on yourself. And there are some times where thoughts come in, like, oh, I just kind of look stupid doing this. It's like literally no one cares. No, no. one's watching you, they're Everyone's all, watching themselves. Yes.
1: So, Maybe let that be a little reminder. Like, that stop flattering <laughs> yourself, idiots. And that's what we said. <laughs> yeah, but just, I think just gratitude, positive thoughts, all mm-hmm. the things we talked about will help you guys. And knowing that you're definitely not alone, especially... As a girl. I think yeah. I think just the whole body thing, like we've all been through it. We all go Imposter through it. Imposter syndrome
0: is so real.
1: Mm-hmm. So please know that even your favorite celebrities, the people you look up to the most, they have things they're insecure about. They cry sometimes. They get into sad moods. Chelsea and I do. Mm-hmm. And we're all in this together. Yeah. And we can all just focus
0: on our strengths. And like Hannah Montana said, nobody's perfect. So. And it's all about the climb. And if we were a movie, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> you'd be the it. right guy,
1: okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope this made you happy, brightened your week a little bit. If you guys want to follow along with our podcast, it's at what we said podcast on Instagram, and we were just talking about this recently. We were thinking, do our podcast listeners do they follow us individually on Instagram? We're curious because a lot I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I don't even follow the people who are speaking and I'm like that's kind of weird. I need to follow them so I like can keep up with their lives. So if mm-hmm. you guys don't follow Chelsea and I on Instagram or TikTok, uh, my username is at JC Marie Smith, and mine is at Chelsea Jade Curtis. And you can also find our Instagrams very easily if you're on our what we said podcast Instagram. But um, yeah, it's a fun place to be. Yeah. So check Give us, us out. Follow and thank you guys so so much for listening. We love you so much. Hope you have a amazing week and. That's what we said. Bye.